Part of National's plans to grow this economy is to double our exports over the next 10 years, which leads to the question, is that possible? And if so, how? Presumably, it relies heavily on more free trade, especially in places like the Middle East and Latin America. Business New Zealand Director of Advocacy, Catherine Beard, is with us on this. Catherine, morning to you. Good morning. At first blush, is it possible or fanciful? Uh, Look, um, everybody likes to target, don't they? Mm. Look, I think it's kind of a heroic um, goal. Uh, Good to have goals, but yeah, it looks... It looks like a fairly big one. And free trade. When we talk about places like the Middle East and Latin America, how much free trade is there still out there in the world that I see increasingly as anti-free trade? Yeah, look, with the current free trade agreements we've got, we're up around 75 to 80% covered for our exports, actually, in terms of where we export to. Uh, The Gulf and the UAE and uh, particularly India would all be um, really great to have and uh, you know, under our belts, but they're not easy. Um, and you know, things happen obviously in geopolitics politics around the world. And if you look at the Middle East at the moment, it's mm. um, you know, it's looking like a challenging area. So, and India's, uh, you know, it's a massive market. It's we've absolutely got to do some work to get in into that market, but it's probably not going to happen that quickly. India would be magnificent if we could do the deal. Let's park that for a minute and come back to it. But Latin America and the Middle East, if it's possible, is it possible in a big way or not really? Um, in terms of our, in the scheme of things, it wouldn't add a huge amount, I don't think. Um, but having said that, anything that works for our primary exporters tends to give us a big boost because mm. they're the ones that really you know, in New Zealand, we've got something like 200 companies do 80% of our exports, and uh, and the big exports are coming from the primary sector. Okay, India, we haven't got there because of the primary sector. They don't like you know cows and milk and dairy and all that sort of stuff. I get Australia's cut a deal. Could we cut a deal? And if we cut a deal, would it be worth anything like we want it to be, or would we have to heavily compromise? That's the challenge. Uh, so our exporters in New Zealand are looking at what Australia's achieved with India and think uh, it's absolutely worth you know, going down maybe a more innovative route and not doing a traditional free trade agreement. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't include particularly dairy, uh, and they are big dairy consumers, uh, then you know, that makes a huge difference to our exports in terms of value and volume. Mm. Uh, I, I think uh, the view of the dairy industry is that they will reach a point where they can't supply all their needs internally. And at that point, you know, if we've actually done the hard work and built the relationship and, you know, done all the sort of things that we can uh, with other sectors, there will come a time, hopefully, for dairy. Well, let's hope so. And that's part of the problem, though, isn't it? We haven't done the work. We should have been doing a lot no. more. Well, I, I think that's absolutely right. And I think the export sector looked at what Australia achieved and felt like, yeah, we'd been sitting on our laurels with that relationship. I mean, very soon to be the third largest economy in the world. Um, young population, absolutely the new China, really. Exactly. Catherine, always enjoy your company. Appreciate it very much. Catherine Beard, who's the Business New Zealand Director of Advocacy. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.